tell you who's doing sneakers the best in the game right now. That's New Balance. The two-way V4, featuring this groundbreaking use of technology with fresh foam. It's called Fuel Cell, creating this combination that we love of rebound and cushioning. Fresh Foam offers unparalleled cushioning for maximum comfort your entire game from start to finish. The upper construction features this lightweight textile that reduces weight, which we all need, I know I do, while remaining supportive and breathable. Hard to find that combo. The two-way V4 gives you the tools that you need to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way V4 at newbalance.com. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything that you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. I've been so pumped to take a couple of friends with our road bikes to some of the trails nearby, and now I can bring the entire crew, my dog, and all of our gear with that third row. Learn more about the new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. You're tuned in to Heat Check with Trista Crick. On this episode of the Heat Check, there is a brewing rivalry between the Pelicans and the Suns. It's going to be something to watch going forward. Zion is putting himself firmly in the MVP race. Rich Paul is, let's be honest, caping for Anthony Davis again in GQ. Uh, Why isn't anyone talking about Cade Cunningham? Because it looks like he might be done for the year. Kate Cunningham might be done for the year, and no one is saying a damn thing about it. And I explain why Mark Cuban is now mad at the Mavericks, and also Luca is mad at the Mavericks, and all the fans are mad at the Mavericks again. Lots to get to. Oh, yeah, Boyan Bogdanovich might be on the move to the Lakers. So, ton to get to, Nick. Drop that beat. hot shit is getting hot between the phoenix suns and the new orleans pelicans and you know what i am absolutely here for this so adam silver has instituted this weird baseball schedule we talked about this in a couple episodes ago where teams play each other two or three times in the same week sometimes on consecutive days And it's been attacked, right? It's been attacked by Greg Popovich. It's been attacked by other media members because it's a playoff institute, a playoff atmosphere, and it's not really warranted. We're in the regular season. We shouldn't have a playoff atmosphere, right? But I like it. I like it because a playoff atmosphere creates rivalries. And that's what we need in today's soft-ass NBA, more rivalry. And the birth of a rivalry might just be what we got on Friday in the first of a three-game series between the Suns and the Pelicans. Three games in the span of one week. Tensions, if you remember, boiled over in the first-round series between the Pelicans and the Suns, right? Things got very, very spicy. As a quick aside to just the rivalry that's brewing and what happened on Friday night, because it was awesome, is is Chris Paul is is Chris Paul the worst now? Like, what happened? 
I liked Chris Paul for so long, I've been talking all kinds of positive things about him. People hate him. I've been saying, no, he's a phenomenal leader. He's one of the best pass-first point guards in the league. No, he's not washed. But, man, he is a world-class cheap shot. He's the worst. I, I am now out on Chris Paul. Do you remember when Jose Alvarado essentially ruined Chris Paul? Got under his skin, forced him into a backcourt violation. Then he picked his pockets in another game. Chris Paul started chirping him to get back on defense and to not pick his pockets again because he was he was Chris Pauling Chris Paul. Also, remember when Chris Paul kicked Jose Alvarado in the nuts in the middle of that series? Then after the series, calls Jose Alvarado, Alvarado ho. Calls him a ho. Also, by the way, Zion wasn't in that series because uh, he had a foot injury. So that's important to note because of what happened on Friday. Zion wanted to be, he wanted to put his imprint on this little back and forth that they have going on. So this is what happened during the game. Chris Paul continued to be, as my grandma would have said, a little shit. Sneaky elbowing Jose Alvarado in the chin as he goes by for no reason. They're not even playing. Basketball's nowhere in sight. And after a really tight game, the Pelicans pulled away from the Suns late. But what really got the Suns pissed was that the Pelicans had nothing to play for at that point. Game was over. And instead of just running the clock out, Zion took an outlet pass from I forget who, maybe Alvarado, and proceeded to do a 360 windmill dunk at the buzzer with like two seconds left on the clock. Then he flexed for the home crowd. Suns did not like that. They did not appreciate that whatsoever. Uh, They went nuts. It was a little kerfuffle. You had people fake fighting, pushing each other. Refs got involved. Willie Green got involved. Literally, head coach Willie Green was ready to throw down for his team. And it was Willie Green's team who initiated it, honestly, so it was funny. And it was a, a really good announcement that Zion is back. Zion's like, I am so healthy that in a meaningless two seconds of a game, I am willing to get my bounce and windmill that shit down. 35 points on 13 for 17 shooting unstoppable going downhill in a way I think only in a way that Giannis is capable of doing right and oh boy oh boy perpetual black cloud Chris Paul looked like he was gonna fight afterwards campaign explained exactly why he was pissed exactly what pissed him off so much he said the game was pretty much over and they kept playing feel like that was a little unsportsmanlike We don't really like that. We do the right thing. We feel like they should have done the right thing. And then they didn't. We don't take that well. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Come on now. Come on now. 
let's not act like this isn't the same team that saw Jay Crowder cheap shot Anthony Davis by stepping on his foot, pushing him in the lower back with his left hand, and swiping at his right ankle with his right hand. Let's not act like this is a team above it, like it's above me now. We don't do that here. We are the Phoenix Suns, a perennial. Wait, hold on. This is a team that's been bad for forever since after Charles Barkley left. Chris Paul is constantly throwing chippy elbows at people, constantly doing his best Draymond Green impression. Let's call the call off the pearl clutching campaign for a second because I don't buy that for one minute, do you? And my guy Eddie Johnson, friend of show, he does a color on the broadcasts for the Suns. He had the absolute gall. To call and say that the anger aimed at Chris Paul, because Pelicans fans obviously hate him now for a myriad of reasons, one being that Chris Paul left, had had the gall to say that the boos were fake, that the boos were just merely echoes from some sound machine making the stadium and arena louder than it actually is. A sound machine to amplify the boos. Get the fuck out of here. This is why we'll hold off on this is why. DeAndre Ayton, of course, might have been the only son with a reasonable response. Essentially, yeah, it's a home court. He's doing it for his fans. I don't take any of that stuff personal. I love DeAndre Ayton so much. He is so much better than anyone. He's too good for the sons, given who they are. And Zion... He had this to say. That was a little out of character for me, but you got to understand. I mean, you can understand it or not. They sent my teammates home last year. I missed all last year. I got I got carried away a little bit. I admit that. But, you know, I was in that locker room. When my brothers were down because, you know, the son sent us home last year. That, that's a tough moment to be a part of. So in that moment, I got carried away. I admit that. I was out of character for me. <clears throat> so, you know, if they was to do the same thing, I wouldn't have no problem with it. If they were to do the same thing, I wouldn't have a problem with it. Unfortunately, the Suns don't have anyone athletic enough to do that. So, <laughs> I don't know about you, but if Zion keeps playing this way, they're, he's going to win MVP. He is. They're the number one in the West. He's averaging 25-7-4 and four with a steal. Gets blocks all the time. If he has even a modicum, as my mom would say, a modicum of defense, and they continue to play this way, number one in the West, and Zion is doing 360-degree windmills at the end of games, causing a scuffle to the point where it becomes sports center, first take. Un- you know what time it is. That's how MVPs are born. Stay healthy, Zion. And listen, his odds on Thursday night, 50-1 to 1 to win the MVP. His odds today, 20 to 1 to win MVP. That is what we call diminishing value. You should probably jump on Zion tickets right now. And you know what's crazy is outside of that fight, the media hasn't said a peep, myself included. We are just hoping and praying Zion is a bust, don't we? It's like we are just thinking that maybe he'll tear something or erode or break a toe or just get fat again. Who knows? We're just waited with bated breath to see if something wrong goes on because Zion as this version of Zion and the team that's the number one in the West, oh boy. They are fast. They are deep. They have stars everywhere. This team is a killer, 
and I think that they are the most dangerous team to any contending team based on this roster alone. And the last question that I have, because I was thinking about this when every son was bitching and complaining and moaning and saying about unsportsmanship, blah, 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 and how unlikable they are. I have rode for the Suns. My grandmother loved the Phoenix Suns. But are they the most unlike? Are the Phoenix Suns the most unlikable team in the NBA right now? People absolutely hate them. People absolutely hate Chris Paul. And now that hate is extending to Devin Booker. I don't know why that is, but they hate him too. Probably because they both fucked the Kardashian. And you've got campaign. They don't like campaign. He's kind of a little bit of a unsportsmanlike himself. Jay Crowder, when he was on that team, was very much disliked. The only likable player on the team is DeAndre Ayton, and he wanted out. 